Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to we. Yeah, go ahead and start us off. That's Terry. called a cock block. I go ahead and start us off. Stepped I, on the tip of his fucking schlong. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back and roll my schlong back in so oh. you can. Welcome, folks, to the show. I think you already did. No, I didn't. You didn't? I, mean, I don't remember how I did. How's everything? <laughs> what I'm are you talking about? Jesus Christ. I'm just going to do the beginning part, right? Yeah. Just do the beginning? Yeah, go ahead. When you want me to go? Now. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to We Like It So What? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> there was no question mark. The way you ended it is question mark. No. Hello. Welcome to We Like It So What? No. Yes. No. Yes. Play it back. Play it back, Jamal. I, I can't play if, it back. If there is a question mark on the prompter, Terry will read there it. There was no question mark. Nowhere near to. Hello, hello, ladies. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to We Like It So What. I am Eric Bethel. And I'm here with. Your suck. Your suck. Boo. 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 <laughs> I'm boo. Jamal. Shut up. Shut up. Don't, you, don't you fucking. <laughs> take Take two. This is like so you you want are you so you want to do it Terry go ahead let's take it from the top <laughs> take it on to the bridge <laughs> oh you don't want us to go to the bridge <laughs> hello and welcome to we like it so what I am Terry Gravely to my immediate left is I am Mr Eric Bethel and to my immediate left is I'm Terry Gra oh wait <laughs> God damn <it>. cut. <laughs> Cut. cut! Yeah, I'm Jamal Fucking Murphy. Cut. I'm Jamal Murphy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, this I'm... is our show. Yeah, it yeah, is. Damn right it is. Shit. Yeah. Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Terry. Yeah. Hey, you will. <laughs> it's the least you could do. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Kick you squirt in your ball bag. Yeah. See yeah. We are yeah, yeah we're here yeah, recording we're here. another episode for your listening. Pleasure. So how are you guys doing? Mike. Doing okay. So, yeah, man. we're in the uh We're coming to you live, live. from the from the penthouse suite of from, Murphy Tower. From the very top. The, the tip top of the mothership, otherwise known as the crow's nest. Otherwise known as the peak, the apex. That's right. Of the vortex. <laughs> so yeah, we're here recording another episode of We Like It So What? Of, of of the syntax. <laughs> Keep going, Big Papa. <laughs> of the context. <laughs> and Jamal's wearing our Rolex. Uh, no, yeah. no, I'm not. That he is. So yeah, how are you guys doing on this uh, this, uh November? And Terry has Tampax. I do. <laughs> I leak. I leak sometimes. What the hell is that, Eric? Oh uh, my. That's, when I said Tampax, Siri cut on. It's like, I ain't talking to you, Siri. Shut up. When it's little, it's one of his little uh, safe words. Uh, yeah, probably. Christ. Don't you fucking agree with well, him, Jamal? I'm saying Siri, Siri, seemed like she was familiar with it. Fuck Siri. Anyway. So yeah, we're uh, when the, in the early throes of no fap November, no shave November. Jeez, fuck all that. Yeah, I failed already. How you, <laughs> on, on both fronts? On, on, on all fronts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who started. Just, just fuck November in general. I don't know who, yeah, who started all of this, because obviously well, somebody with no self-control. need to be 
fucking <laughs> fucking kneecap with yeah. a ball peen yeah. hammer. A bald virgin. Yeah, Somebody that. with no self-control, obviously. Yeah. Zero self-control. Fuck. So yeah, we're we're coming at you again with more news you can use. Yeah. Hopefully news you won't refuse. So what have we uh, got going on? Guys, Eric, you want to start us off with some uh some news here? Rest in peace, Sean Connery, man. Yeah. Yep. Damn. 90 years old. That's a hell of a life, though. It is. He died in his sleep in the Bahamas. Was he was he sick? He was battling dementia. Oh, I right, didn't man. know that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I had no idea that. So he uh retired from the business uh in two thousand three after he did the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And he stayed retired. He didn't come back. He said, I'm I've done everything I wanted to do, and uh that's it. It's a shame that that was his last movie, though. I know, right? In terms of how that movie could have turned out and how it actually turned out. Yep. And that was the last time you you saw Sean Connery on screen as a as any kind of character. And to just think, he could have been Gandalf. Yeah, for Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson offered it to him first. Sean Connery said he didn't understand the material, and he and he passed on it. But ninety years old. James Bond, Ramirez from Highlander, uh, Robert Forrester. I'm sorry, William Forrester from Finding Forrester. Yeah, um, you dare say some people's probably first and only and maybe even favorite James Bond. Yep. John Patrick Mason from The Rock. Yep. He's been around. He's He's had one hell of a career. Personally, my favorite movie of his is uh, Hunt for Red October that I watched uh, this past Sunday as a matter of fact where he played Captain Marco Ramius and uh, if y'all indulge me I'll go ahead and uh, recite a, his little speech at the beginning that was written by John Milius he wrote, who wrote this scene especially for Sean Connery because Sean Connery he's like I need, a, I need to say something here wouldn't you know I need speech for my crew. I need something you know that'll get him motivated. Not for his crew not knowing that they were being duped by the captain because he defected to the United States. Spoiler alert for the movie if you haven't seen it, which you should have because it's fucking thirty years old. But anyway, so uh, scene begins. I'm gonna go full Connery. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm gonna. Yeah, go full. I was about to ask if you were going. To I'm. Do that. I'm gonna go full Connery here. Okay. okay. Ready. This is a throwback to our shitty impersonation. Well, hopefully this won't be too shitty. Episodes. So I'm going to go full Connery. All right. So, and we begin scene. All right. Just my mic. That's what she said. Yeah. So comrades, this is your captain. It is an honor to speak to you today. And I am honored to be sailing with you on the maiden voyage of our motherland's most recent achievement. Once more. We play our dangerous game, a game of chess against our old adversary, the American Navy. For 40 years, your fathers before you and your older brothers played this game and played it well. But today the game is different. We have the advantage. It reminds me of the heady days of Sputnik and Yuri Gagarin when the world trembled at the sound of our rockets. Well, they will tremble again at the sound of our silence. The order is, 
engage the silent drive. Comrades, our own fleet doesn't know our full potential. They will do everything possible to test us, but they will only test their own embarrassment. We will leave our fleet behind. We will pass through the American patrols, pass their sonar nets, and lay off their largest city and listen to their rock and roll while we conduct missile drills. And then when we are finished, the only sound they will hear is the sound of our laughter. While we sail to Havana where the sun is warm and so is a comradeship. A great day, comrades. We sail into history. End scene. It, w- it would probably have been Chesh. Did I say, did I throw an H in there? I no. thought I did. No, well, it was S. I can't believe I did that without fucking laughing. And then it was, it would probably be shitty. 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 Yeah, it would have been shitty, not yeah. shitty. Not city. City. You shitty. City. Yeah, I've only got one thing to say about that. Fool this man! I'm kidding, Eric. Sorry. <laughs> He's not because he was setting that shit up. The Hell whole yeah, time. he was. I saw him over there fucking getting that shit yeah. queued up. Well, no, yeah. I had to make sure. Bastard. <laughs> I had to make sure all of the, the sound effects I was yeah. going to use were in the right spot. Yeah, I got a spot for you. <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> no brown spot. Not a, not not a spot like your dog spot. <laughs> no, not bad, Eric. Not a liver spot. Half, half Russian, half Scottish. Scottish, yeah. Well, uh, all I mean, Connery. All I went full fucking Connery. He was he was Scottish, playing Spanish. Yeah, in yeah, Hollander, Spanish. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Sean Connery. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, dead at ninety. Oh, he's ninety-one. He's ninety years old. Damn. What's your favorite Sean Connery movie? I don't know. Jamal? Yeah, I guess I'll say Hotlander. That that may have been like the first movie I may have seen him in and kind of recognized him in. Really? Although it's funny because uh Robin Hood Prince of Thieves was on the other day. King Richard. And he had a very like had a brief cameo at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uncredited. Uncredited. Why does that look all why does that look on your face, Terry? <laughs> I can't tell. I was serious. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was serious, Terry. <laughs> Nodding in agreement. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I would say it's Highland, Highlander. Despite the fact that he's a Scotsman he's a Scot playing, playing a, a Spaniard. Spaniard. Yeah. They'd give that role to Javier Bardem if they made it. Oh, yeah. Now. Or probably or Dave Batista or whoever. Yeah. yeah. Antonio Banderas. Anto- Antonio Banderas. I really enjoyed Rising Sun. Yeah, that's another one with old Nestle Snipes. Yeah, yeah. I th- forgot about I that. I think that's a really good mystery. I like that movie. When the what is the Earth? Re- re- remember the, the Earth spinning. Remember the the uh, scene at the beginning in that in the uh, on the boardroom table when old chick was getting vaguely. I hadn't seen him before. Eight out. Yeah, yeah, the killer. Yeah, that's in the How first. He choked her to death. Yeah. Mid coitus. 
I hadn't seen that movie forever. And Maybe it was uh, the, I, uh I watched that when I was a kid. I had no business watching that shit. But it's not accidental. It's Maybe in the, it's in, yeah, it's in the first five fucking minutes. Maybe I that's how yeah. she, you know, you know. It's like damn got off. Yeah, well yeah, it actually it was how she got off. Yeah. But and it was an accidental but, choking. No, it was no she meant to, he meant to have killed her. I don't but, know. But that is I have the, to see the, the autoerotic asphyxiation intent. was, you know, Terry. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, man. Trying to justify her getting off and dying. I, only thing I justify is my love. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Rising Sun's a good movie. I think it's underrated. I haven't seen that before either. I really like Entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones. That was pretty yep. good. That's a good fucking heist movie. That was pretty good, yeah. Really underrated. Like that. And The Rock, of course. Not Dwayne Johnson, Jamal. I'm, I'm if. Why, why did you think? Because you were going to have Dwayne Johnson. You mean the wrestler rock? I guess I'll yeah. say that was my favorite Sean Connery movie. Yeah, he was awesome. But it wasn't his movie, though. It was more, more Nicolas Cage's movie. It was more Nicolas Cage's movie. Yeah. movie. But I fucking love that fucking movie. Yep. I went to, movie. to the theater to see that movie. I saw that. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on home video and was amazed by how fucking good that movie is. That movie was odd. Yeah. Ed Harris. Yeah. Tony Todd. I want my fucking money. <laughs> this mission was based on the threat of force. I'm not going to kill 80,000 innocent civilians. You think I'm out of my fucking mind? We bluffed. They called it. Mission's over. <laughs> Who said anything about bluffing, General? Who said anything about fluffing? The day we took hostages, we became mercenaries. And mercenaries, mercenaries get, get paid. paid. I want my fucking money. Money. Yeah, some uh, some pretty good quotables in that one. Nicholas Cage killed the shit out of Tony Todd. Yeah. yeah. I don't like soft ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> that part where you had to stab yourself in the fucking chest with that. Oh man. That shit was that was hard for me. When when he put the damn uh, and, uh in the homeboy's mouth and punched him, yeah. he said, Eat that, you yeah. fuck and, <laughs> and punched <laughs> it up in there. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as I was saying, like it's it's kind of sad that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, LXG, oh. as some people like to call it, or the League at one, the point. League. Yeah. That was his. I like that movie. The final on screen. I talked appearance. about that. Matter of fact, earlier today, I like that movie. I understand it. It could have been and should have been more than what it was, but I still enjoy watching that fucking movie. Yeah, right. As do I. It should have been better, but I and I fucking enjoyed it. I I, I enjoy it too. Yep, I, I enjoy that like I enjoy like the Shadow and the Phantom. I kind of lump those in together. The Rocketeer, it's got that kind of yeah. like pulpy kind of yeah. flavor yeah. to it. I I I enjoy that movie. I really do. I tried to watch the Phantom it was a few months ago. I like the Phantom. I can I can I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. You got a the slam, Rocketeer, you got I haven't slam seen. Evil, Terry. <laughs> the Rocketeer, I haven't seen since I was in high school. <laughs> slam Evil. Yeah, that was a t- that was a yeah, tagline tag for that yeah. that movie. Which makes yes. Yeah, uh, of, of course, we can't leave out the Last Crusade. As Indiana Jones yeah. and the Last Crusade, Indiana right? Jones of course, and the Last Crusade. By the way, he's good. What he was good. Fifteen years older than Harrison Ford when they made that movie. But playing his father. 
which I guess is not out of the realm I mean, of possibility. No, yeah. but at the same time, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a big deal then as it is now. But you, did he never said his age? Yeah, you just knew that he was his father. You knew yeah. you knew how old Sean Connery was, but right. Sean Connery up until that point he still looked good. Well, he was he was uh, people sexist man alive before yeah, the class he, he still came looked out. good. So and, who's and, he was, and he was sixty years old. He yeah. wasn't older than what he really was. Didn't look his age. Yeah, yeah. Especially when he took movies where he wore that that uh, that hair piece. Mm-hmm. That uh, like the hair piece he had in The Rock and Entrapment and some of these looks, movies where it, Red October. It looks so much better than anything John Travolta. One hundred percent. I don't know why John. I mean, his wife was. She was a, a a beautiful woman. Yeah, the late Kelly Preston. Or maybe yeah. she just was like, you know what? Do you? Do you? But she should have told him, John, that looks like shit. <laughs> you can buy better. Yeah. He he didn't want to embrace it. Where Sean Connery embraced it. Fuck it. Yeah, he embraces. It. He's just like you know, fuck it. If if anyone sees me with hair and move, they know it's a piece. So fuck it. You know. Yeah. Because you knew he was bald. He wasn't yeah. trying to hide it. In a lot of movies, he has his natural mm-hmm. hair. Remember Just Cause with uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Blair Underwood? That's a good movie. Yes. Remember that? Where, yes. where he, um, I think he's uh, like a, was he a private investigator or something like that? But he, um, I think he's a private investigator and he goes down to some town in the South because Blair Underwood is on uh, like death row or something like that. Yeah. Unless right. for a crime he didn't commit. Lawrence Fishburne's a crooked cop. I think Kate Capshaw is in it too. That's a good fucking movie. I was going to say she just popped up. Yep. That's a good movie. Scarlett Johansson's in it. Yes. Yeah, um, uh, as his Ed, daughter. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. Yep. He was crazy as fuck in that movie. Ed Harris is yeah. fucking good. Actor. Yeah. He's outstanding. Fuck yeah. I feel like that's kind of the last of that Hollywood, I hate to say old guard, that kind of older generation of actors that were prominent in 60s and 70s and the 80s. A lot of those actors have started to die. Let's say Robert Redford. Robert Redford, Redford, Warren Beatty. They're kind of the last, Dustin Hoffman, they're kind of the last of that. Generation that's still Clint, Clint Eastwood and Clint Eastwood too. He's he's still working his ass off. He doesn't slow down for shit. I feel like yeah, they're kind of the last of that mm-hmm. generation of actors that were prominent at that time. So, but I mean, but I guess it it makes sense. You know, they're once you reach a certain age, there's you've done all you can do as an actor or director. So you might as well uh, have a quiet life. Gene and, Hackman, yeah, Gene he, Hackman he, he retired. Yeah, and he, and he stayed retired. He said, "I've done everything I wanted to do." Yeah. What was his last movie? Welcome to Mooseport. With Ray Romano. Yep. Directed by the Russo brothers. Oh, you mean the visionary director is behind Avengers Endgame? The Russo brothers? The same. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Interesting. Gotta start somewhere, man. I mean yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? That was that was their first movie, and that was Gene Hackman's last. Mm. Oh well. Sean Connery. Sir. Sir John Connery. Rest in peace to Sir Sean Connery. I'm just glad it wasn't uh, Superman Returns. Because that movie was fucking god awful. Yeah, it was. 
Yeah, it was Kevin Spacey that played. I know. Luthor in that. Shut one. up. Okay. God Terry, Terry. Mr. Fantastic region style. Like, what the fuck? Superman returns. Then I was like, oh, okay, I got it. Hey, but yeah. I mean, he did Superman 4, so Jesus Christ, man. That's, you know. You're right. I think I'd take Superman Returns over Superman 4. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. It's the better made movie. Yeah, it it, it, definitely it is. is yeah. But Super, Superman 4 is a blast to watch because it's god awful. Yes, I would agree. At least, at least Returns is a pretty movie. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Absolutely. But yeah, moving on. Uh, you guys got any more news that we can use here? Eric oh, we, picked, uh, up, oh, oh, Eric picked oh, we, up his phone, so I'll assume that he does. Oh, oh we, we, we got news. Okay. We got news. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so, uh, Disney Plus is trying to get a Moon Knight series off the ground. Mm-hmm. And there uh, is rumor and innuendo that they're gunning for Oscar Isaac, or to some people, Oscar Isaacs, which I have no idea whether I put an S on his name, but they're gunning for Oscar Isaac to play the title character. What are your thoughts? Eh. Succinctly and if it's if it's gonna be <laughs> confidently expressed his opinion. <laughs> if it's gonna be on Hulu Plus, huh? Hulu. I mean Hulu Disney Plus Disney Plus. God damn it. Yeah, you you're not as sharp then, as you were in the, in the other episode. Then but. I'm not that that excited about it. Now, if it was on Hulu, a little bit more. Now, why do you say that? Because Moon Knight is a very violent fucking character. Right. They're not going to do that on Disney. They're going to tone him down a lot. I feel like they will. It's a very complicated character to to translate into live action. Now, the last time I saw Moon Knight kind of translated into a medium other than the comics was uh, his episode of like Ultimate Spider-Man he was on. Mm-hmm. And that's been it. So it's a character who is a, a mercenary who is kind of empowered by an Egyptian god. Khonshu. Khonshu, who's, who draws his power from the moon. But he also has multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. So how do you kind of express all of that in one character? Or do you just kind of... It, it, Focus it gets, on one aspect. He gets kind of complex because I think certain certain situations, depending on the situation, rather depends on what identity comes out. Right. Whatever identity is best suited for a situation is the one that will take over. So. Is that something that they'll try to explore on Disney Plus? Like a character with multiple personalities? Like that's I mean it's hard to say. Doom Patrol does it? Yeah. But that's that's HBO Max. That's it's kind of a different That's why I'm saying different kettle of fish, um, yeah. What's the what's the show with the the uh was Orphan Black? Yeah. That She's was on not BBC multiple personalities, America. but she plays multiple people. Right. So Yeah, that was more cloning than Yeah. I else. mean it could be done. Yeah. It's just with with Moon Knight's background, are you going to go there on Disney? And I say, no, they will not. They will water it down. Maybe if they just kind of get down to the basic elements of the character and if there's a season two, if it takes off, then maybe they can kind of play into more of the multiple personality aspects. They may just tell like a straight out adventure. 
with with the character instead of kind of going into the deeper aspects of it later on. Daredevil is not, I don't think, as violent. He's violent. Yeah. I don't know if he's as violent as, say, a Moon Knight. I don't think Moon Knight, I mean, uh, Daredevil will work on Disney. This goes back to when we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Disney needs an outlet like Hulu that they can put these shows on. Yeah, for more more adult oriented yes, material to to yeah. where you're not watering watering down these characters that I mean you know because it's everybody's not a Captain America right you know what I mean if you're gonna do all of these characters I mean you know do them right do them justice yeah. have them the way that they are in the comics now you ain't got to go overboard with them but I mean fuck is gonna come out of somebody's mouth <laughs> as long as it's at least once. They don't do that in Disney. Yeah, they sure don't. Well, in an average PG-13 movie, you hear it once and that's it. But not an average PG- Disney movie. Disney movie. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I think they'll probably try to try to play it very safe. Yeah, see, that's- But, I mean, we'll see. Go. I mean, you got to go for it. But, yeah, I th- just picking Oscar Isaac, there's a part of me that says- you know the talent pool in Hollywood is still very shallow. We've seen we've seen him in the Star Wars movies. He's in the Dune upcoming Dune movie. Whenever mm-hmm. that gets released, he's he's a an in demand busy actor. Yes, he was already he's, Apocalypse. Yeah, he's a recognizable name. Mm-hmm. Very versatile. But yeah. can but and maybe that's that's why they picked that name. You remember early on that there was rumors oh we could get David Diggs mm-hmm. from uh, uh Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. Well, I Hamilton. told you we could get Nick Kroll, the comedic right. comedic actor. Shia LaBeau, Le, 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 Le his Boop. name was attached to it yeah. for a long time. And from the the things that I was reading, who they wanted to play him, and I've, I'm, I can't remember the exact reason why they his name fell. Oh, because I forgot what movie that was. He he uh, switched his religion for a movie. Full method. Oh, I have no and idea. And he's not Jewish anymore. Oh. Hmm. That was the explanation I seen on article I read. Which that's another aspect of the character that people have had some contention with because Oscar Isaac isn't Jewish. Mark Spector is in the comics. So will that aspect of his character kind of be played around with or will will it be will it be explored? And they could obviously they could drop it if they want to. You don't necessarily have to focus on that. Much not in the same way that Matt Murdock is is Catholic. That plays heavily into his character mm-hmm. and his upbringing on Daredevil. Will they do the same for Mark Spector? I mean, who knows? Because it's been a while since I read Moon Knight, but I don't, like you said, I don't know if his Jewish religion plays a lot into him. Right. But... His the God that empowers him is Egyptian. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. Who also is empowered by the Phoenix Force right now. Really? Yeah. I didn't I did not know that. Yeah. See, this is why I'm very If like, I'm not mistaken, so, yeah, he's he's I'm very out Phoenix of the Force. dark when it comes to uh current comics. I have to look it up again. But yeah, there's another name. Uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen was another name that I think would have been 
ideal for this this character. Mm-hmm. Not only he looks like the character, if you look at art of Mark Spector, you look at Oliver Jackson Cohen, pretty much dead on. Has a Jewish Egyptian background, is not necessarily a household name or recognizable name, but he's been in enough things where you can say, okay, I, I recognize that guy from this. And it could be a star making turn. Yeah, if he, it could make him. Yeah. If the show was successful and it takes off, then you know, that's that can propel him into other things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need that's right. an actor that can immerse himself in a role and not so much a recognizable name all the time. Absolutely. But, is it because they're not going to go balls deep with the character and they're using Oscar Isaac's name to bring you into the show? And that's another to cover up the fact question, yeah. that this is really not this is not moon night. This is moon evening. <laughs> <laughs> this is not full on night. It's a crescent moon. Yeah. Crescent moon night. I mean, we'll see. Because how how well known was Char- Charlie Cox before he got Daredevil? Hardly. On this side of the uh, the pond, not really. And Netflix went went all in on it. And yep. that fucking show is awesome. Yeah. So sometimes it's good to get a lesser known name that can kind of, like I said, make the character's own. And sometimes it's good. If you want to bring more eyes and more attention to the product, get a big name. Or they say, oh, Oscar Isaac is playing mm-hmm. Moon Knight? Okay, wow, I'll check that out. And I don't think it's always because this is the best person for the role. This is the best name for the role right now for what we're we're trying to do. Right. I can kind of see that. But I, I think that I think Oscar Isaac is one of those guys that, you know, he... And, and like none of this is confirmed. His name has been kind of bandied around. But if you look at the kind of roles that he plays, like he's he's all about the work. But you know, but he's, this is this is what I'm saying is not saying that he won't do a good job. What I'm saying is is they're using his name, maybe his name and his star power to hide the fact they're not going all the way with this character. Because he is too violent. That's like the Punisher. I, I see what you're saying. You can't do it, the it, Punisher it, unless right. you do it, him. Unless you do just like R, like Netflix or, was doing. With yeah, him. Ara. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. You can't do that. Or, or excuse me, you end up with Thomas Jane's version, <laughs> which wasn't as violent. He was violent, but it, it was it was lifetime. I, I actually, I actually like that movie. Now. Is it my favorite one? No. It's above Dolph Lundgren's. I'll tell you that for fucking show. Fair. But as far as the movies. Because we know which one is the best. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> for me, Warzone, hands fucking down. Right. It's not even a fucking contest for me. It isn't. But that's not, Disney's not going to do Warzone. They might. They might would do Thomas Jane's version. It would be a whole a little bit cleaner. So let me ask you this: What if? Because pretty much everything on Disney Plus is marketed towards, Toys. quote unquote, family friendly entertainment. With some areas where it can get a little dark. I mean, mm-hmm. like you know, Avengers or Star Wars or whatever. There's dark 
elements in that. But what if they kind of like Marvel Knights, kind of like have a, a separate brand for their darker, more adult theme material? Well, that's why I'm saying they need Hulu. That's, that, that's what they, well, they need something like a Hulu. But at the same time, <laughs> I can bundle, which I had, my Disney with my Hulu, right? I still got HBO shit on here. Yeah, gotcha. So I don't know if Hulu falls under the Disney umbrella. It probably does. How do you, how do you have a competitor on it? Well, I you guess can, when you're owned by when one company owns everything, there is no competition. Oh, that's competition. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a Marvel head, and you know, I I don't give two fucks about Disney, but I'm a Marvel head. But if HBO does their their shit right, they will. They will. To me, I think they will rival HBO. I mean, uh, Disney. Disney. Yeah. And because if I'm not mistaken, did we say what was it? Disney. I mean, uh, DC. What was their streaming stuff? DC Universe. DC Universe. It's it's no more, right? Basically, yeah. And, and it's a supposed lot of to go under going to HBO Max. Going yeah. to HBO. So they're in. I mean, at the same time, HBO, they, they show every fucking thing on there. Yep. Real sex is not on there, though. <laughs> I don't think. This is weird. Anyway. Um, so, with that said, they're already, to me, they're ahead of the game with that. Is that because they can offer more? No, their movies are shittier. Yeah, right. Because it, Is it because they can offer more adult-oriented material? Mm-hmm. They can do their movies. You can movies. reach a broader audience. They can do their yeah. movies the way they want to do them. Right. And as far as series, I fucking love Doom Patrol. That shit is good. Yeah. And every other word out of Brendan Fraser's mouth is fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Yeah, they can't get away with that on uh they probably won't be able to get away with that on Falcon and Winter Soldier. No. Yeah. So I mean I don't say I'm not saying they have to be and it was ghosts fucking on one of the episodes. Yeah, they definitely can't get away with that on Hardcore fucking. They were fucking. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so Disney needs that that outlet. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean I think Hulu would have been been a good avenue for, let's say, edgier, more adult material if you want to. And it's still basically under the. I mean, still Disney's still collecting that money at the end of the day. It's still getting that, getting the payday, getting the revenue. But I I don't know if it's because because Hulu, like I said, they had they got HBO stuff, they got Showtime, they got Cinemax, where you can uh, subscribe to it off of their service and Off see of Hulu service yeah hmm cause you can watch you can put live TV yeah okay I essentially you. cable on okay. there and then or you can just like go to HBO like you just wanna watch HBO and then you can get that stuff on there and I think you get HBO uh, Go Max it should have been Go HBO it Go it have been HBO Go HBO Go Max <laughs> there you go but uh yeah you can watch that off of there well, Eric, what are your thoughts on this? Honestly, I'm not familiar with the character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, if this is something that they want to try to get off the ground, I mean, it sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, like with anything, a lot of it depends on who they decide to get in front of and behind the camera. I'm interested. I mean, I'll definitely, he's, I'll definitely watch it. He's he's Marvel Batman. Yeah, gotcha. I'm interested to see what yes. the costume will look like mm-hmm. and how much, how much time is Oscar Isaac going to spend in the costume? Right, going to be like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the day off, do the voiceover, right? Because it's it's a it's a how it's can it translate thing. to a live action? Yeah, because he's he's wearing a white hooded cloak with you know pieces of armor. For the most part, the character is basically worn all white. Yeah, he's the opposite of Batman. He yeah. wants to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. But then depending on the version, sometimes the, the armor is a little bit silver. There's a little bit of black added in there. So I think they'll probably go that route. Go. Mix a little bit of the silver and the silver and the straight white, white together. Yeah. I think they should do it. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. Just as long as they don't do the tuxedo. I mean that's season two stuff. If you want to, that's uh, I'm not three, a fan maybe. of a tuxedo more. Yeah. And another thing is, if if these characters take off, they can be immersed in the MCU as far as translating from TV to movies. So, and I think Moon Knight, I think has been an Avenger at one time. So that's a character yeah, that can kind time, of yeah. blend in with the movie characters if they so choose. Damn near every character has been an Avenger at least once. Yeah, I think so. And either West Coast, what is it? Great, great. Uh, no, Great Lakes Avengers. Great that's Lakes, more like yeah. the lower tier. That ain't really Avengers. They're more like got lower tier, lower tier superheroes. Yeah, some low tier heroes. Let's 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 look up. Why y'all do that? I'm gonna look up this. <laughs> but yeah, Eric, <laughs> what up. else? What else have you got going on in the, in the world? So, of news? so you guys remember the whole. Uh, controversy behind Wesley Snipes' antics on the set of Blade Trinity. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Back in <laughs> 2003. I just read that shit too. Well, you know, there were stories that came out about, you know, his his behavior on the set during the production and uh, one of the people that have spoken out about it is has been a comedian, Patton Oswalt. And, you know, there were the stories of how Wesley stayed in character or he didn't, or he stayed in his trailer uh, and partook in one of Vancouver's uh, best exports, being the <laughs> marijuana, Mary, Mary Jane, the ganja, the reefer. Oh. Yeah. So he just stayed high and didn't want to come out of his trailer. If he came out of his trailer, the camera's got to be on my face. <laughs> if my face is going to be in the shot. I, I'm going back to the trailer. It got so bad to the point where him and writer director David Goyer. Uh, communicated through post-it notes and apparently Wesley put from Blade on the post-it notes. Staying in, in method. Staying yeah, in full character. Method, full right? method. Right? So, um, Wesley Snipes is finally after, after all these years all these years after all these years has come out and refuted the claims of his behavior on the set. This is from Collider. Quote, Wesley Snipes behaved like a real weirdo on the set of Blade Trinity is a piece of trivia that has logged uh, uh, that has lodged into my brain as objective fact. 
The third film in the trilogy of 2000's gothic horror superhero Fever Dreams returns Snipes to his title role of superstardom, a vampire hunter who himself is part vampire, a daywalker if you will. But instead of enthusiasm, financial success, or even cult appreciation, which, which happened to the first two films, Blade Trinity was met with derision, made less money than its predecessor, and came out with drama embedded into its backstory. Snipes was a nightmare to work with. He refused to come to set. He tried to strangle his director. Is all of this true? Well, I certainly thought it was, because probably because it was just a fun story to me. About, by the way, this article is from uh, Gregory Lawrence from Collider. This is his quote. But to Snipes, who recently gave an interview to The Guardian, pegged to his recent comeback performances in Eddie Murphy's uh, Eddie Murphy comedies Dolomite Is My Name and Coming to America, it was the tarnishing of a life already going through perils, including a stint in prison for tax evasion. Charges Snipes calls trumped up and besieged by racism. In fact, Snipes frames this story surrounding Blade Trinity as being besieged by racism too. And it's not hard to see his point. The main source of accusations of story uh, establishing seems to be from a separate AV Club interview with Pat Oswalt, who plays Hedges in Blade Trinity. And is, uh, as Snipes put it sarcastically, a reliable authority on me. In this interview, Oswald said that Snipes tried to strangle his director, David S. Goyer, during production. Snipes' response, quote, let me tell you one thing. If I had tried to strangle David Goyer, you probably would be talking to me now. <laughs> a black guy with muscle strangling the director of a movie is going to jail, I guarantee you, end quote. In fact, Snipes had authority over the choice of director in the first place. Per Wesley, I remind you that I was one of the executive producers of the project. I had contractual director approval. I was not just an actor for hire. I had authority to say, to dictate, to decide. This was a hard concept for a lot of people to wrap their heads around. As for more of Oswald's charges, including that Snipes refused to talk to his co-stars or crew instead of opting for communicating through post-it notes, Snipes laid it, out, uh, laid it all out bare. Quote, This is part of the challenges that we as African Americans face here in America. These microaggressions. The presumption, that, the presumption that one white guy can make a statement and that statement stands as true. Why would people believe his version is true? Because they are predisposed to believing the black guy is always a problem. And all it takes is one person, Mr. Oswald, who I don't really know. I can barely remember him on set. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but it's fascinating that his statement alone was enough to make people go, yeah, you know, Snipes has a problem. I'm not writing this up to fully say Snipes is right and Oswald is wrong or vice versa. Instead, I'm reckoning with my own personal biases in real time. My desire to believe a salacious Hollywood story over Snipes' desire to succeed while being black in America, our nation's compulsive, compulsive need to value white feelings over black ones. It's conversation worth having and rehabbing. And I'm grateful Snipes is here to keep stoking these necessary flames. Nah, nigga. <laughs> that. It took you Blade That came out in 2004 Oh shit I thought it was like 99 No Blade came out in 98 Blade 2 That's came right. out in 2002 was Blade Trinity 2004 So <laughs> God damn That's a 16 years Yeah 
It took you 16 years. I have raised damn near an adult child <laughs> since that movie came out. And it's you just now saying that shit didn't happen? And you want to go with the racism thing? Nah, bro. I don't believe it. Nothing. I've never seen anything. He could be. He could have a Hitler tattoo on his fucking dick. I don't know. <laughs> but I have I have not seen anything that leads me to believe that Patton Oswald is racist. Not that at all. What about and, David Goyer, though? Or David, David, I don't think David Gore yeah. either. But and at the same time, Patton said he tried to strangle him. He never said he choked the shit out of this motherfucker. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't spree well. It wasn't spree well in PJ Carlissimo. He said he tried. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Spree well. He choked the shit out of PJ Carlissimo. Sure yeah. did. He said he tried. You said if I had a choked him, no. Said you tried to. So no, I still believe. And then look at the movie. Yeah, the, the movie speaks for itself. The, the proof is in the pudding. As yes, it like is. If you give, if you give them subdued <clears throat> takes, low energy performance. That's all they got. And wasn't he with. barely in the fucking movie? Correct. It was his goddamn his, stunt double. His stunt yeah. double, uh, Clay Fontenot. Is in the movie more than he is. And I believe this is a quote from David Goyer. Who said that uh, Snipes didn't want at the very end. When the last shots when they got Blade in the the hospital. He was supposed to open his eyes. Wesley Snipes didn't want to open his eyes. Because them shits were bloodshot red. (laughs) He didn't want to open his eyes. So Goyer was like. All right. Don't open them. We'll fix it. And then there was another scene where he, Wesley, you know, his face wasn't going to be in the shot. He didn't want to do it. Goyer's like, okay. We got, we got Clay over here. We don't need you. So don't, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, I remember that scene with the, uh, the CGI. CGI. Yeah. So just take that, take that L, man. You took a lot. And, and what gets me is that why, why would Wesley, in the shot, because it's him, it's clearly him, go through the trouble of having the tattoo makeup put on, have the hairpiece put on, yep. all that shit, and you don't want to open your eyes? And all you got to do is just lie on a table. Yeah. That's it. And then he could have had Clay Fontenot take over after that right. for the action scene. Or, or or the scene when Hannibal King and Abigail uh, rescue him out of the tower. Um, The scene when Wesley jumps up through the ceiling. Yeah, like that. That wasn't planned, but there's something Wesley wanted to do. And Goyer asked Wesley, "Well, how are we gonna, you know, bring you back into the into the, the sequence here?" Wesley said, "You figure it out. It's on the commentary." Oh yeah, and even the scene where it, uh, Hannibal King rescues him. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the both of them walking out the door, but it was just was it wanted it's, to just be it's just gonna be me. Yeah. So let's be honest, Ron Reynolds. Yeah, Ron Reynolds carried that fucking movie. Yes, that's fair to say. Yes, well, and, and Parker Posey. Well, and Jessica Biel's abs. Yes, the movie. and fuck. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jessica Biel's Biel. 
Bills. No. Bills. She black. <laughs> she black. That's Jessica Bills. Yeah. And, and we, we've discussed this already. Yeah, we have. You can watch I'm Blade Trinity and you can tell Wesley isn't, he just, he's not yeah, in so, it. He's I not mean, there. In all seriousness, Jessica Bills and Ryan Reynolds can't, and, and Parker Posey, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll throw her in there because yeah. her, her performance was over the fucking top. On purpose. Yeah. Which, and great. And all of that carried that fucking movie. Even Triple H. Mm, yeah, I guess. I, w- I would throw Triple H in there too because he's cl- clearly playing against type. Yeah. And you can tell yeah, well, he's at least having fun playing, no, playing this big, dumb, yeah. idiot vampire. You can tell he's enjoying himself. He was, Everybody <laughs> but Wesley. Everybody but Wesley. Triple H was definitely playing against type because he... He uh he allowed Blade to go over right yeah. yeah 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 you let Blade go over you are absolutely right. <laughs> yeah Triple H couldn't bury him he, he can can't bury the Daywalker yeah, can't do that but that nice. that movie that movie is just brilliant <laughs> so don't I mean it's, 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 it's not been, good no it's sixteen years you've you've worn this L for that long just keep it bro it's yours yeah. Move on, and and that's the thing. It's like you know, he's the executive producer. He's he's essentially the boss. You know, he has the title. It was produced under his production company. So you wear that L, right? Yeah. Why would you want to get out in front of this shit? Not only that, you're the star of the movie. You, you are the star. So that's 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 two big hats that you are wearing. You got to take the that, L, man. That's, that's his franchise. Yes, Sydney, you got to take that L. <laughs> Gotta take Cindy, that L, Cindy man. Dean, uh, yeah, that's that, yours. That's, that's his franchise. That's yours. And now, now, with now all of you, that, could, you you could say it's Goyers because he wrote all all that. three of them, directed directed the third one. But but it's it's all on Wesley. Fuck that. Because it's his face. Because we can tell. Yeah, it's his face on the poster. It's his name. He's got top billing on the marquee. That's his. Who's yeah. saying Dracula's part wasn't going to be better than what it was? But we don't know because Wesley wouldn't do the fucking scenes. The motherfucker wouldn't open his eyes. Can you imagine what other shit he said he wasn't doing? Your stunt double is in the movie more than you are. I can't believe it, bro. With all of that, people still wanted Wesley Snipes to play Blade. Yeah. Yeah, even now. Even now. Take that L, man. Take it. When you have people like uh, was Ryan Reynolds, he he wouldn't just flat out shit on Wesley, but he alluded to some mm-hmm. tension on set because Ryan being who he is, the way his character's written, he's going to do the work, you know, but, you know, you, you don't have your dance partner here to, you know, kind of support you and like, you know, help build your character or whatever that he Wesley didn't want to do. He didn't want to play ball. He didn't do any of that. He referred to Jessica Biel as that girl, yeah. that white girl or something like that. <laughs> you want to talk he, about racism. Right. He, 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 didn't, he didn't like work with Parker Posey because she didn't give a fuck. No. She, she would call him out, oh, Wesley, yeah. why are you so mad? She didn't give a shit. We, we understand your method. Right. Well, Triple H says that uh, he got along fine with Wesley. Hell yeah. You can only imagine why. Triple H was 6'5, 275 pounds. You ain't gonna fuck with him. He's 6'5. Yes, he is. I don't think he's 6'5. He's probably like 6'5. And Triple H is 6'5? 
About six four, I think. Yeah, but yeah, he's tall. He was like six three. That's still tall, but I don't think he's six five. Okay. Well, anyway, Triple H's big motherfucker. Yeah, he's a big dude. And you know, West ain't gonna fuck with him. No, Triple H said. Me personally, I didn't have any issues with Wesley Snipes. Because it's, and he was jacked at that time too? Yes. It was going to be hard. Wesley was going to have to put in some work to whoop his ass probably. It wasn't going to go down easy. Well, there is a story that uh, the day that Wesley tried to strangle David Goyer, uh, Goyer and some of the cast and crew went to a bar in Vancouver later on that evening to just kind of just unwind and relax. Well, some of the Hell's Angels were in town. And, you know, Goyer is, he's a big geek, but he's heavily tatted up and shit like that. He looks like one of the motherfuckers, you know, a little goatee, bald head and shit. Well, he's like, you know, I'll buy you guys some drinks. You guys come to the set tomorrow. Be on set security. <laughs> they came to the set. And he said, Wesley behaved that day. All right. Let's see that part. I don't fucking like. Because the Hell's Angels are notoriously racist. So That's what they say. Now yeah. you're starting, you could have got police. You could have got security. You don't get outright blatant racist. You know what I mean? They maybe, they, maybe, maybe you're trying to fight fire with fire. Nah. Because <laughs> if Wesley had to do something, he, he would have beat him up. Oh, yeah, easily. I'm just saying. Yeah. They probably would have tried to kill him, motherfucker. Hey, you might be right. I've heard stories. Mm -hmm. We've all heard stories. So that right there, nah, I don't like that. It's a story. I don't know if it's true. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like that. That's just. I mean, you you took and went and <laughs> got the clan to come and stand. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. That's 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 what it sounds. That's shit like that. Uh, it's a story. Who knows if it's true? Yeah, I don't. I don't. But again, at the end of the day. It's still on Wesley. That's his franchise. Yeah, it is. Yep. That's, yeah. that's his yeah. franchise. That, that shit is on him. That's his franchise. Yeah. That could have been his meal ticket for a long time. Yeah. Just yeah. imagine just imagine how much better that movie could have been if he decided to play ball. Fuck yeah. Now, would it have been better than the first two? Uh, maybe, maybe not, but it would have been a vast improvement over what we ended up getting. Yeah, which may have made it better. You don't know. Yeah. It made it better. It should, could have been like, this is the best one in the, in the franchise. Because, yeah. again, you can watch that movie and you can tell Wesley is not having fun. No. But one and two, he's having fun. Yep. The charisma is there. I mean, just everything is there. He's a charisma vacuum in Blade Trinity. I think he was going, wasn't he, was he starting to go through his shit then? I think it was, I think it was right after that. Then maybe that's what it is. And he got paid $13 million. Blade Trinity. That may have been what it was. You know, and that's not an excuse, but Yeah, you get you come to set, you got a job to do. And you're in the you're the fucking star. Yeah. You were first on the call sheet. But when you got that good Hell, you got I'm that a, good British Columbia Bud up there. Look at um <laughs> you know look at Nicholas Cage. BC Bud. Yeah. Look at Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage was in, in financial trouble. He spent all this goddamn money. Yeah, but the difference is, is that people actually enjoy working with him. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't let that shit define you. Right. You do the work. You just make a bunch of shitty-ass movies and say, fuck it. I'm paying my damn bills. It's to the point now where Nicholas Cage is like, I don't want to be in these big movies anymore. He said, well, I that have, too. I have then, more freedom then, yeah. doing, I can do pretty much what I want mm -hmm. 
with these smaller movies, but not in an egotistical way. Yeah. Like I can I can just act and just fully embody the characters I play with these smaller movies because you, you make, don't have so many overseers, uh, uh, bean counters or whatnot. Yeah. You have creative freedom. And you can make a bunch of them and make more. Potentially more money. Yep. Than, than what you would make and, in a and, blockbuster and, movie. And work less. And work less. So I wonder when uh, when Mahershala Ali signs on his blade. Well, he's already signed mm-hmm. on. Whenever it happens. Whenever it happens, he's going to be 50 years old by the time they even release the damn movie. At, I least, wonder, he, at least he won't look it. Yeah, he won't. I wonder, are they, are they going to go back six months to a year later and say, oh, Mahershala Ali was just... He was just being erratic on set. What was, <laughs> what was going on? We didn't, we didn't know what was going on in his headspace. Nah. Maybe he was channeling some of that that Wesley Snipes energy. Yeah, had some for Blade. He, he went. He saw some Wesley dust and snorted it. We'll see <laughs> the troubled uh, production behind, behind Marvel Studios Blade. And they they and they started they started. Nope, they ain't started. The storyboards, nothing, or, uh, nothing. whatever you call it. Nope, nothing no, as of yet. No storyboards. No director. No nothing. No veins, no, no cuts, no, 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 no nothing. I just that's from Kali Muscle. I just remember something that had, had started. Though. No, they ain't done shit. Not not believe it was something oh. else over there. Well, while you look for that, Terry, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with more. We like it so what? Right after this. And we're back with more. We like it so what? Yeah, I don't know why I just said that in my monotone radio voice. Hmm. I've been told that I have a a voice for radio. I've, I've also been told I have a face for radio, but that's that's well, neither here nor there. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. So yeah, I forgot to remind all you good people. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Like It So What. Keep track of all the latest goings on. With your boys at We Like It So What. The podcast, that is. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we got any more news that we can uh, discuss on this episode? So, we got some more news. Okay. Give me just one moment. So, we're talking about Hellraiser. So, there's going to be an HBO HBO Hellraiser series. Oh, no thanks. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, Clive Barker attached. Clive Barker, yes, he is. Um, let me see here. Uh, this is again from Collider, great source of news, legit source. And this is also again from Gregory Lawrence, who wrote the article on Wesley Snipes. Per Gregory Lawrence, back in April, we reported on an upcoming Hellraiser HBO television series coming from genre luminaries like David Gordon Green. Danny McBride, who uh, made Halloween 2018. Uh, Michael also Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down, absolutely. Uh, Michael Doherty, who directed Trick or Treat <laughs> and wrote and directed Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Mark Verheiden, who produced Battlestar Galactica. And Roy Lee, who produced uh, the most recent iteration of uh, Stephen King's It. The fuck is the joke, Jamal? <laughs> They'll call, <laughs> <I> call the <this. laughs> Never mind. I knew I should have fucking asked. <laughs> and we're off, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't call the new series 
I call the new series Hellbound and Down. <laughs> I knew I fucked up. I knew I fucked up. No, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. Hell hellbound and down. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, continue on. Continue yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you all right over there? I'm good. Hell bound and down. Brought a I'll, tear. Brought a tear to his eye. I'll be Jesus damned. <laughs> Terry, that's on you, brother. It is. I'll take. I'll. I'll, I'll wear it. I knew I. That is on you. I'm sorry. Yeah, continue. hell bound and down. Continue on. That's good time. though. Yeah, that's good. But you know, Terry, I, had, I hadn't dropped one in in a in a, in but, a good long while. Man. But Terry, that's on you, bro. <laughs> that's on you. Man. That's on you, man. That's on Jesus you, man. Christ, you got to take that one, Wesley I'll, style. I'll, I'll take it. No, I'm not taking Wesley style. <laughs> <laughs> Hell bound and down. I love it. Anyway. Yep. My face is hurting from laughing. Uh, conspicuously absent from this list, Clive Barker, the original creator of the mythology that spawned an iconic horror multimedia franchise. But now per deadline, Mr. Barker has been dragged back to Hellraiser, joining the HBO take on the material. <laughs> 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 Instantly looked right at Jamal when you said that. It's been dragged back to where? <laughs> Hellraiser. Back to Hellraiser. Okay. Not Hellbound and Down. <laughs> That'll be the yeah. drag me to Hellraiser. Yeah, That'll be the, the other sequel. <laughs> 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 oh, so so Clyde Barker's back in. Drag me to Hellraiser. God, Jamal is on. He is two for two, ladies and gentlemen. Back back from hell. Back from and hell. I looked at him instantly. <laughs> he looked right at me, and I could just see the wheels in his head turning. <laughs> <laughs> that mouse in there working. I was going to say that hamster is there running yeah. his ass off today. Hey, he's got to slim down for the uh, <laughs> for the winter. Oh Lord of mercy. So anyway. Cloud Barker is back as executive producer. Uh, Barker is happy to join the project and revisit his own grotesque ideas, saying he is delighted that the Hellraiser mythology is seeing a new life. It's time the uh, it's time the stories went back to their roots. I'm eager to bring uh, to a new audience the most powerful and ancient elements of horror, the darkest evil invading our human lives, and how we must find in ourselves the power to resist it. We reported. That this new series wouldn't be a, re a reboot or a remake of the original film, but instead a continuation of its mythology, including Pinhead and all of the other Cenobites unleashed on our plane. It now sounds like Barker will infuse this new take on his ongoing story with a refreshing sounding back to basics approach combined with a timely borderline optimistic fighting against evil message. And well, that sounds very, very good and great to me. Perhaps the back to basics element will include more gnarly practical effects. Optimism, Hellraiser, 
don't exactly go hand they in do hand. Not. They God Almighty, they those don't. are depressing. Fucking, they're heavy. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they the, don't. The, they, they, they don't exactly heavy. go hand in hand. No, to me, those Ooh. first two fucking movies, and I seen the first one especially. I was. I should not have been yeah, watching. Yeah, you weren't ready for that. Oh, Frank. Yeah, Uncle Frank. <sighs> Oof. Trying to fuck his knees. Yeah, yeah the only yeah. thing he wants to do is get off. Yeah. That's his sole mission in that movie <laughs> is trying to get off. Yeah. positions. In a one-night in stand. In a one-night stand. Yeah, they don't know about Prince like that. No. Nah. That's, yeah, that's, he, he, that's all he wanted to, to do. Yeah, he just wanted to get off in the most extreme way possible. We have such wonderful things to show you. So it's not a reboot or a remake. It's a continuation. From I'm going which, to say which so I'm going to say the first two. I, uh, oh, yeah, so we're those gonna, are the only two that I think that Clive Walk is associated with, right? I want to say so. So they're going to retcon. He's associated with the other ones in name only, the name meaning, only ones. meaning he gets a check in yeah, the mail. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Meaning he didn't sell out his franchise. He just he said, "All right, I'm, I did." One and two, y'all do your thing. Because I think he was writing. I think he he was writing books. Yeah, yeah, he's the, author. Yeah, as the well. books about him. Yeah. So they're gonna pull a Halloween and just kind of redcon. Well, you got David the, Gordon Green and Dan McBride involved. Because I was that's yeah. where I was getting at when I said he's bounded down. Huh? He, he has he's bounded down. He has <laughs> principles. I mean, vice principles. I'm sure he does have principles. Was uh, vice principles is a a good fucking show. Walton Goggins, man. That shit yeah, is that shit is fucking. I love that show. Hated that it was a limited yeah. series, but yeah. it was awesome. But he, he has a, a history with HBO. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff he does for HBO, and it's, yeah. it's, it's all good. I have to finish Eastbound and Down because I didn't have <laughs> What's that? a cable that look, all, that look all about it. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's what they need to call the new series. No. <laughs> I, I will. I will. I'll. I'll that's I will what. Uh, that's what. I'll Hellraiser three was called. Hellbound. Yeah. Hellbound. No, and that's there two. You go. Two was no, Hellbound. Two, yeah. Hellbound. Yeah, two Hellraiser Hellbound. two. Hellraiser three was Hell on Earth. Yeah. Hell on Greensboro. Yeah. Hellraiser three. Hell. Hell on Elm Street. Hell on Elm Street. Well, it was. That's where oh. they shot it. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Wait, no, that was that's a different different. That was a different, a different franchise. Yes, yeah, different. Sometimes it is a nightmare on Elm Street. Saturday nights, Friday nights, trying to get through that trailer. Well, it was until damn right. they cut that fucking, uh, closed that club up. It used to be right there. Oh, yeah. Was it, it wasn't Club Caligula, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't close Club Caligula. It's like a roller coaster. <laughs> Going up and down, hitting switches on bitches until they called me the big bad booty daddy. All right. My question about this Hellraiser continuation can they make the Hellraiser franchise relevant again? It hasn't been re- to me. It hasn't been relevant for a long time. There's what? What did we? Didn't we find it was like it's what six or seven? Up? Six, six or seven? Yeah. Uh, a direct uh, directed video after three. I yeah. Think. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, three was like the last one that was like legit yeah. in theaters. Mm-hmm. With these players involved, I think so. Yeah, considering think, what they and, did and with, actually, yeah, with Halloween, and they, and they yeah, pulled, right. yeah, they they pulled from the Halloween playbook. Let's, you know, they got they pulled John Carpenter back into it. He said he was done. Mm-hmm. They their pitch to to directly to him. So and he said, okay, do your thing. You have my support. I'll even come and do the score for you. So they figure, okay, well, we'll 
Hit up Clive Barker, who hasn't had any association with this since the second movie, basically. And apparently, whatever their pitch was, was enough to bring him back. So at least you have the original steward of the franchise back to give his input, be involved. I don't think he'll be doing show running, but he will be involved in a producerial capacity to lend his knowledge or whatever. I mean, he, he has all the mythology up here. Yeah. You know, so they yeah. can, they can, you know, mind, uh, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's going to be some of that going on. Maybe not the way you want it to, nah, but it's, chains it's, in the ass, man. It's, it's some hooks, hooks, chain, Meat hooks yeah. in the ass. Barbed wire, God knows what They did else. it before Candyman. Yeah, yeah, they did. Candyman but, just took it there and just made it so much worse. Yeah. You didn't think it could get worse. Yeah, it got worse. Because I don't I don't think it went in the in the in the hole. I think those hooks came and grabbed cheeks. <laughs> well, and, and it, 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 it grabbed flesh. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. It got in the in the cheek. You know what I mean? Candyman. You're, you're just focused on the ass. Because it's a fear. <laughs> it's a fear you've had, you built up within yourself? That's one reason I was scared of fucking Candyman. I got you. He sticks his hook up your ass. <laughs> well. Ow! Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much what, what happens. That's perfectly timed. Well. Let's hope we don't get any hooks in anyone's asses with this series. But I don't know because this it's a those are some there's, there's some hard deaths, man. It's it's been a long time since I've seen the first two, which are considered the best. And some people would even say that that's slow. That that two is better than one. That that one kind of one acts as setup for two. Yeah, one is definitely slow. Mm-hmm. I think it might go at they both are to me. I think. If memory serves correct, I know one for sure because I tried to watch it again. And I was like, "There's nothing fucking happening." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very heavy, stinky. I mean, it's just everything feels sweaty in that fucking and movie. slimy. Yeah, and yeah shit. because of Frank's character. Yeah, he's, he's a not a good scumbag. fucking. Yeah, he's not a good person. Frank is a piece of shit. He is, and remember, he killed the father. Yeah, put his fucking face on. Yeah, Frank is a piece of shit, and then tried to fuck his niece. Daughter. Yeah, he's he's pure scum. So now that means they'll have to find a new pinhead, a new group of cin- actors to play these cinnabites. The the, uh, the guy who played pinhead, he died. Doug Bradley. He's still around. He's, he's still, still alive. alive. Okay. Yeah, yes, I can't remember if he died or not. He's still around. Hmm. Well, they, they tried to do it with Hellraiser Revelations. Is that what it was called? I think. Got some other guy. Just like nobody saw it. I don't think many people seen any of those after three, maybe four. F- four, because I I think Scott Derrickson is, did Hellraiser Inferno, and then he, he went on to have a pretty good career in Hollywood. You know, Day of the Earth is still the sinister movies, Doctor Strange. Um, the Hellraiser franchise hasn't had a crop of directors that have gone on to do. Pretty much like really nothing respectable. Unlike the Freddy Krueger movies. They had a pretty good crop of directors. Yeah. You know, Wes Craven, Frank Darabont, Chuck Russell, Rainey Harlan. 
they went on to do some pretty good shit. But they're also leaps and bounds better. The movies, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The movies are, are definitely better. And that's another thing. So how do you kind of take that material to appeal to a modern audience? Do you give it modern sensibility? This is the bullshit they try to put. Well, you, I mean, it, give it's, it modern sensibility. Just when they say that it's just a modern setting, it's it's today. It'll probably it's, be some it, right internet related shit. I mean, you know, it it'll be that's what I think that's what they mean yeah. when they say that stuff. Yeah, because they, they say bringing the Cenobites onto our plane, like of existence or, yeah. or reality or whatever. Yeah, because they are from a different dimension, basically. Dimension, yeah. yeah. So how how would they interact with the way things are now versus in the early 80s. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, late 80s because yeah. Heroes came out in 87. Something like that. How will they respond to TikTok and Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll probably be stuff like that. I mean, you know, it'll just be more modernized because, I mean, look at those movies. Those movies look of yeah, the time. Very, yeah, and very dated, yeah. also very even though some were cheap, at least the makeup effects, everything was practical. Yeah. So, so at least we have that to look forward to. Because I mean, even that, given that the movies may not have done good, a lot of people still know it's, or have it's, seen it's cult status. Who Pinhead is? Yeah, yeah. Pin, Pinhead is one of the horror titans. Yeah, you put him up there with Michael Myers, Double yeah. Face, even Fred though and Jason, the movies aren't on the same level. He's up there. Yeah, they. Just, and, he's at it. And the funny thing is that he he really isn't a big part of those movies. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not. No, he usually comes in in the third act sometime. He's hinted. And and it's for a couple minutes. And you may see him. But it's but he it's, doesn't really come in until <laughs> the third act, usually. It's the character design is what does it. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. And that yeah. couple with Doug Bradley's performance is, is what does it. Yep. Yeah. And then that's another question. Do they redesign the character? Do you keep it the same? Pinhead he's he's gonna look the same. He has to. And then you can the, you the only other thing they will probably change, like maybe like the actual costume itself. But as far as the just like not. initial design, just yeah. keep it the same. Because it's fucking. I mean, it ain't his nipples. His nipples is cut off and yeah, shit. And he got the the shit and then looks the shit so his abs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's fucking. It's up. he's made to look like torture because every that's his rim is basically a torture yeah. rim. Yeah, but but the good thing is that if they go practical with the Cenobites. The way processes are now with makeup effects, it'll be a whole lot better. Oh yeah, hell yeah! It'll be way better than what mm-hmm. they had in in eighty seven. Which actually, for the time, like the skinless Frank, that yeah. was some incredible shit. It was that was some incredible shit? Because you didn't see a movie, uh, ne- but before then, you never saw a movie where someone was walking and writhing around and moving with no fucking skin. That motherfucker was born out of the floor. Yeah. And then she had to feed his ass so he can grow yeah. his own flesh. Yeah. So until ah, then, he was just a skeleton. Remember, he had the um the clothes on. You can see the shit, ah, the blood seeping ah, through fucking the fucking crazy clothes. shit, man. Yeah. Then he yeah, he kissed kissing. Yeah, with the yeah yeah kissing her ass. Amazing makeup back then, and uh, and I don't know who did the makeup for that either, because I know it Maybe wasn't. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I know it wasn't any of the big, like, you know, Rick Baker, Tom Sabini, Rob Bottin. It wasn't any of those guys, I don't think. But the Cenobite makeup, that Frank makeup was incredible. It, yeah. And it's unsettling. Mm-hmm. That Frank makeup is hard to watch. I told you, the motherfucker. 
Yeah. The chatterer. Yeah. And then what was the, the chick? The... She didn't have a name. She didn't? I couldn't remember. But yeah, and then there was, was Butterball. Yep. Always remind me of Strong Guy. Yeah, but it's cr- the chick didn't have a fucking name. I thought she did. I think she's just female Cenobite. Insert female. See, this is toxic masculinity. That's, that's what it was, she's, man. Female Cenobite. Hopefully there'll be <clears throat> hopefully there'll be less toxic masculinity in this new Hellraiser series, which I'm hoping they'll call Hellbound and Down on HBO Max. Summer 2021. Coming. <laughs> Coming. <laughs> uh, may, or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Just depends. This might be a rim job. Uh, what? What? Edging. Lord, Lord. That's what I meant. Edging. Edging. Not rim job. Edging. Yeah, yeah. Look, there will definitely be some edging in the Hellraiser show. <laughs> because it's all about the tease. You know what I'm saying? Call it edging. 2021. It's coming 2022. Uh, yeah. They hadn't started anything, right? No, no, no. It's just, it's in the uh, pre production stages right now. Yeah. So you just edging right now. Mm. Well, Eric, you got anything else uh, before we fly out of here? Oh, by the, by the way, do you guys know that a uh, free guy and Death on the Nile have been delayed yet they again? Got, yep, they they moved out of their slots yet again. That was inevitable. It was only a matter of time before they dropped before they dropped that news because because both movies were scheduled to come out like around this time. We hadn't heard anything in weeks, if not a couple of months. Just, it, just, just we knew they weren't going to release those in theaters this year. Put that shit of course on not. That's what you do now. Put it on stream. Put it on streaming. Yeah, so anytime I hear about it, it's like, well, another one. <laughs> oh, and, guess and what? Another one got got delayed because right. of COVID nineteen. COVID. COVID nineteen. At this rate, I don't even know if is COVID really an excuse now. Can they use that as an excuse? Well, death from COVID nineteen. I guess. Well, that too, of course. Terry, you, what are you doing over there? I'm touching my mic. Why are you touching your mic? Because I'm trying to figure out why is this not suspended the oh. way it normally is. Just talk. I don't know. But Am I making noise? Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah can we hear can it. hear it. Can you hear that? I can hear yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, I hear that. Oh, shit. He didn't came with a fucking tune. All right, Terry. It's enough. <laughs> That's enough. You got to have faith. <laughs> Speaking of BDSM. That's fucked up. What? You know George Michael was into some kink shit. He may have been. What do you mean he may have been? He literally had a song that said, I want your sex. That they played in every strip club back then. We don't know that. We wasn't in strip clubs back then. Look, I watched Beverly Hills Cop 2. They played the shit in the fucking movie. So that leads me to believe that they played that (laughs) in strip clubs. Tiger, it's okay for your dick to get hard. <laughs> Billy's dick hard right now. <laughs> Man, hilarious! I, I want to watch that now. It's just good. I, one, I one really two. love two. One and two. Two is my favorite. Closely behind that is one, and then three. We got like it should Wonder World. 
Disneyland. Why don't you take your fancy silk shirt and your silk pink underwear Mr. and go Mr. back Mr. to Disneyland? <laughs> Mr. Silk Underwear. Mr. Silk Underwear. Fuck. That's fuck three. That was uh, Jean Claude Van Damme from Double Impact. Fuck three. Go back to Disneyland. Did you notice before we close out? I know I don't know how recently you guys have seen Double Impact. It's been about when it came out. About two months. Jesus, two months. So I saw it a while back, right? Explain to me how drunk Van Damme is having uh, drunken visions of his twin brother banging his sister. Not his sister was his. I mean his girlfriend. I'm sorry. Girlfriend. Yes. Man, that was, was a, like, Yeah, I'm sorry. Eric? What the hell? My bad. I fucked up. Yeah. He's his sister. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. But he, he's having visions of his brother banging his girlfriend in a lot of detail. Yeah. It's just it's just odd. It, it's just really odd. It's be, it was the alcohol took effect. The alcohol yeah. It's kinda like art imitating life. Yeah, the alcohol with the just combined what? with the jealousy. Van Damme was a fucking alcoholic for years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you and a coke kid. Banging. No, man, that's coke that looks, that he, he was on cocaine the, the entire time he made Street Fighter. Yeah, that, I'd like to know that movie was on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I would like to know why two brothers who were born, let's say, in France, one was raised in L.A., the other mm-hmm. raised in Hong Kong, but they both still have the French, same French accent, French accent. exact same Bel- accent. Belgian accent. Belgian. Yep, they look exactly the same. Got the same knot on their fucking forehead. I mean, yeah, Alex had a little bit of that five o'clock shadow, but that didn't really make much of a damn. That was dirt. Yeah, that was dirt. He borrowed some of Hollywood Hogan's beard spray. Yeah. Yep. Jamie Foxx's hairline spray. Go back to Disneyland. Ha ha ha. Colonel Guile, have you lost your mind? No, you lost your balls. You lost your balls. Lost your balls. Who, who, who wrote the story for that? Double Impact? No, the Street Fighter. Uh, Stephen E. D'Souza. Yep. I hope he. Who wrote Commando, Die Hard. Really? Yes, sir. Wrote and directed Street Fighter. Uh, he wrote 48 Hours and another 48 Hours. <laughs> Which was the, the <laughs> same was goddamn 48 movie. Hours. Yeah. The same fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> damn it, goddamn How many years apart were they? 48 like, Hours came out in nine, uh, eight years. Yeah, I knew it was a few years. 48 ago. Hours came out in 1982. Another 48 Hours came out in 1990. Oh. Which they gave Eddie Murphy top billing on that mm-hmm. one. So I ain't put Nick Nolte ahead of me. I'm hiding oh, no. my power. Not I'm, death, I, not I'm getting top billing. But yeah, that's the same movie eight years later. Yep. It's like The Hangover and Hangover Part 2. Same movie. Hangover Ghostbusters, Part 3. Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Same movie. <clears throat> Escape from New York. Escape from LA. Nah, same uh, 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 movie. That's not. In premise only. The first one was infinitely better. Oh yeah, right. Well yeah, but still. Same basic premise. <laughs> His second one was fucking god awful. Pam Greer, that deep sounding voice. Yes, Her- Her- Hershey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hershey Las Palmas. More like him, she. 
Hershey. And in the credits, it's H-E-R-S-H-E. Yeah. Hershey. Hershey. Yeah, it was very funny. It was very terrible. Yeah, that too. But this episode hasn't been terrible. No, I think it's been pretty good. Yeah. We powered through it, despite yeah. my, my shitty uh, jokes. Mm. Hellbound and down. Oh, yeah. Hey, why not? Drag me to Hellraiser. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> Sometimes you got to come up with these these sequel no, titles. No, that was those are good. <clears throat> yeah, those are really I, I mean, good. I do what I can. I, I knew as soon as you said that shit, <laughs> Jamal was gonna fucking bust. Huh? Yeah, I was gonna do what gonna bust. <laughs> oh. About to bust. I mean, hey, it's no no Fap November. Shit. The hell it is. Yep. Yeah, not on might this well side of the on, table. Might as well right. go on to D, uh, December. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Fap December doesn't have the same ring to it. You really don't. No, I, I, it's not what I'm talking about. Oh, might yeah. as well just skip this month. Yeah, right. <laughs> skip right on to December. Gotcha. <laughs> fuck that all up. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I'm fapping right now. Uh. Huh? Well, you were playing with your mic earlier. I was. That was code for uh, fapping. Yeah, fapping. Yeah, tugging. Tug. Rubbing one out. Say that. <laughs> Stroke game. Jacket. Zone one hundred. So yeah, that's gonna wrap up. Yeah. This <clears throat> this uh-huh. episode of uh-huh. We Like It So What. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's got a frog Go in his throat. Make some medicine, bitches. <laughs> Trying to get that all. Oh, oh. <laughs> Which, by the way, let's I, rejoice in the fact that that's on Netflix. Thank now. God. I mean, but doesn't pretty much everybody have it on Blu-ray or DVD by now? I had it's it not on, on Blu-ray. I don't think. No, I don't think it did. Or DVD. I had it on, on DVD. DVD. No, you know what? I think it might be on Blu-ray. Is it? Yeah, I need to buy some more copies. Because I had it. I had the first and second season. And gotta have that physical media. They got brother. fucked up. I this had is TV, uh, TVs in the car. <clears throat> this is the Chappelle show we're talking about. Yes, it is. By the way, yes, folks. Chappelle Chappelle show. Out of way. Yeah. Chappelle show. Chappelle show. Chappelle, Chappelle show. show just recently added to uh the Netflix library. Yes, indeed. So you can relive relive all the jokes, all the hilarity, all the controversy that was Chappelle show in its in its prime. I'll take it. Probably one of the funniest sitcom Easily. sketch shows of the last yeah, ten years. Hands down. Maybe even twenty. Twenty years. Yeah. No question was, about it. Just fucking awesome. Yep. The, could, thanks to the comedic genius of Mr. David Chappelle. Probably could Don't not forget. happen now. And Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan, yeah. yeah. Probably could not happen now in, the, and in these times we're living in. Charlie Murphy. And Charlie Murphy. And? Ashley Larry. And? Paul Mooney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul Mooney, for sure. Yeah, probably couldn't yeah. happen now. For, I don't know why it couldn't. I mean, it, it could. It yeah, would. It no. could be met with mucho controversy of. Yeah. Because people were talking shit then. Yeah. It was controversial then. Can you imagine it now? But it it was only better for the show back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would. They pull that shit. Gay DMV. New York boobs. Yeah. Black white supremacist. Ah, one of the best. That was L. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah, you couldn't do it now. No. But I know what we can do. What? We can sign off. Yeah. On what? 
I need to know what the fuck I'm signing off on first before I put my name on anything. Well, as far as, you know, signing off of this episode. Oh, okay. I'll sign that. So, yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode of We Like It So What. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Like It So What. Keep up with all the latest updates. When new episodes drop, when new episodes will be picked up, and when new episodes will be put back on the shelf. That's right. So yeah, I've been Jamal Speaking Murphy. Hellbound and down. I've been <laughs> Eric Bethel. That's hellbound and down, Eric Bethel. That's right. And I'm dragged me to hell right now. And this has been We Like It So What, and we will catch you next time. We'll tear your soul apart.